Welcome to Orbit, daily reflections for a God-centred life. Hi and welcome to Orbit, a short daily reflection to help you keep God at the centre of your life. We're going to be continuing in Daniel and looking today at how he dealt with being a minority. We're going to read from Daniel 1 verse 6 to 7. Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael and Azariah were four of the young men chosen, all from the tribe of Judah. The chief of staff renamed them with these Babylonian names. Daniel was called Belteshazzar, Hananiah was called Shadrach, Mishael was called Meshach and Azariah was called Abednego. So now I've got over those very difficult names, um, I want to remind you that God's people are going through a very tough time at this point. We can see in the reading that Daniel and his friends were renamed to just fully immerse themselves in that Babylonian culture. Daniel's new name even meant Bel protect him and Bel was the name of a Babylonian god that they worshipped. In other words, it would, would have been a very difficult environment to be a Christian. And that reminds me of a woman called Heiwu, who I had the privilege of meeting a few years ago. She escaped from a North Korean labour camp and I got to hear some of her story. In North Korea, it is illegal to own a Bible. It is illegal to be a Christian and if you're found out, then not only will you go to a labour camp, but also your grandparents and your parents, regardless of their beliefs. In every room in North Korea, you have to have two pictures of the two leaders that are treated like gods. And every citizen even wears a badge with their two faces on a very difficult environment to being a Christian. In fact, Open Doors, who is a charity that supports the persecuted church, have said that North Korea has been the hardest place to be a Christian up until this year um, for over 20 years. So, as I said, Hei was found out about her Christian faith and found herself in a North Korean labour camp. How do you be a Christian in North Korea, let alone in a labour camp? She so desperately wanted to share the love and good news of Jesus, but she couldn't use words and she didn't have anything. So how could she do that? She prayed and she questioned to God how this was possible. And then one day she felt the Holy Spirit nudge her and say, what is in your hands? And she realised that every day um, she was given a handful of rice for food. Not much, but it was something. And she felt God want her to share that bit of rice each day to show the love of God. So that's what she did. And she actually ended up setting up a church in North Korean labour camp toilets. Utterly remarkable. <laughs> um, 
and her story and her faith is unbelievably inspiring and if you want to know any more about it then head towards the Open Doors website or YouTube and you'll be able to find the full story. Both of those stories combined, it seems that even in the hardest of places to be a Christian, all hope is not lost. In fact, like C.S. Lewis said, sometimes it feels like God whispers to us in our pleasures, but shouts in our pains. It is his megaphone to arouse a deaf world. I don't know if you agree with that, but I know that when I go through hard times, that's sometimes the most dependent I am on God. And when I'm just cruising through life, maybe, I'm, maybe I forget God, maybe I forget to welcome him into my life. I think we can take courage from these stories that even in the hardest of environments, even against opposition, even in an opposing culture, we can still shine the light of Jesus. I was thinking of the game of charades and how you have to act out um, a message or a word or a image or whatever using anything but words. And that's what Hey Wu was meant to do. You know, she couldn't use words to show, show Jesus's love. Um, but she could show it through her actions and through her life. And have you ever heard of the phrase, your life may be the only Bible someone ever reads? And that is very, very true. <laughs> um, so yeah, I want uh, to encourage you today to maybe look at some of the stories on the Open Doors website of um, people who are persecuted for their faith and let your own faith be inspired by that. Let's pray. Jesus, I just thank you so much for the faith of our brothers and sisters around the world. And I pray that that would be fuel to our own faith, Lord. That we would be reminded that even in the darkest of places, even in the hardest of environments, you are still present and you are still at work. And would we allow you to use us in wherever we find ourselves today. Amen. Thanks for joining me and see you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow for another episode of Orbit.